Tea's piping hot tea is brewed and ready to be shared over a table of contemporary conversations with you. Welcome to the analysis table where we conversate, interrogate, laugh and weep as we stand in the commoners gallery feasting on matters of public interest. If your friends laugh a little because you love to unpack and you're always addressing, this is the show for you. When the teapot stops whistling, I hope the food for thought is filling. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode with Tea, you know, welcome to the Tea with Tea show. Today I'm alone in studio, I will be doing a reflections episode. So I am sitting in my bedroom and my candle is lit and I have a flask of tea in front of me and a, uh, what do you call, Uh, a photo frame that my friends got me um, for my birthday. It's got a beautiful message in it and it says, leave a sparkle wherever you go. (laughs) And it's like the cutest thing ever. I've just, it's on my table. So you can imagine I'm very relaxed and I don't know if I should say I'm happy. I don't know if I should say I am content, excited. I'm just okay, you know. And I was just thinking about this Earlier today, when I was coming back home, because I was just thinking, oh, by the way, today is um, a recording day, so I just have to make sure that I get everything that I get done before 7 p.m., and I'll jump on, and, you know, we'll start chatting it up alone. (laughs) But it's fine, because I have conversations with myself all the time, so this is like small change, small, small things over the counter. Alas... I was thinking on my way home today, um, when I was thinking about the episode, just how no feeling is constant. <laughs> you know, I was feeling very guilty about something. And I was just like, no, I've got to put this guilt away because I have an episode to record and I can't have it. And I just thought about that. I was like, no, I'm deciding I don't want to be guilty and I'm not guilty. So I stopped being guilty. And for me, I was just reflecting on that little decision that I made. And I said, wow, it's so incredible how with acceptance comes a lot of peace. You know, when you accept a situation, I know that we're a generation that's big, big on dealing with things. And I'm big on dealing with things, too. I just think sometimes I don't have to deal with things that aren't actually real to me in that moment so I'm just worrying about something that might be real or that might not be real and I'm just like hi mm -mm, I can't have this today because I am going to speak to my tea drinkers tea sippers who always come through for a conversation you know around life so it was my birthday last weekend and I spent it with a bunch of beautiful black women around a fireplace at one of my friends houses Um, and it was just a very delightful time, you know, it was a very delightful time. It was the first time in my twenties where I didn't have my phone with me to take pictures, you know, um, to capture the moment, uh, to seize the day. But I tell you, and I kid you not, I had so much fun that day. Nobody else except the people who were there have insight into that. And I think it's such a simple, beautiful truth about spaces that we occupy and the people that we hang out with. 
you know, it's really beautiful to be so caught up in a moment that you forget that there's a world outside, that there are things that you are, air quotes, missing out on, and that maybe possibly if you had done things differently, you would be able to participate. But also thinking about that is just like, what's the point of thinking about this? Because I don't have a phone right now. So I just want to say that my birthday was beautiful. It is the seventh month of the year, which is July. And seven um, is a very important number in life in general. It's important for philosophers. It's important for astrologers. It's important for um, religious people, spiritual people. It's just a very important number. Um, The number seven with... Uh, the Christian faith is associated with the number of perfection, the number seven in, I forget the term because, you know, these Greek, you know, Greek, Greek numerology or something. And yeah, that might be wrong, but you know, it's something along those lines. And it just speaks about how people associated with the number seven. So in this case, think me, according to the Gregorian calendar, because there are many calendars in the world and we're not here to philosophize about things, but um, according to that calendar, is that people are insightful, intuitive, um, intelligent. And I was just thinking about, you know, if someone were to walk up to me and ask me to describe myself, what are the things that I would say? <laughs> you know, I talk a lot, but what three things really define a person? And are there any of those three things that define a person? So <laughs> I think you can tell with the number of analysis that I have under each kind of sentence that I make, that I've had a lot of time to think, you know, I've had so much time to myself, time that I usually spend um, looking at my favorite TikToks, and this is not a TikTok, um, like, shaming tactic or slander, because I love that app, okay, I love that app, and when I get my phone back, I'm going to be going back there, okay, but I appreciate the time off, and I think I'm ready now to laugh again, and you know, the time that I would spend um, on my Instagram, you know, the time I would spend looking for books, you know, all that time that I spent doing other things, I was blessed and privileged enough to have, you know, narrowed down to three things I do on a regular day. And I think that's been an incredible blessing, you know, in as much as, yes, losing the phone was terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, I think I've only lost a phone once. The other time it was stolen. And when it was stolen, I was in phone three, which is grade 10. So that was a long time ago. And, you know, I had purchased this phone myself. So I was just, I was flabbergasted, okay, that I was for the lack of any other word, I was shocked to my core. I think, in fact, I went home and I didn't really register that I didn't have a phone until Monday morning when I was sitting at my desk. And I was like, wow, I don't have a phone. (laughs) I want to send my friend a meme or I want to refer to something. And I'm like to my colleagues, oh, wait, it's on my... And then I have to stop because I didn't have a phone. (laughs) So it's just been, you know... So, in as much as that was a terrible experience, if we isolate that, it it was terrible because I was just like, wow, my birthday is in a week and I was 
making plans with my friends on my phone and I just felt like, oh, why wasn't I born rich? I would just wake up and go get another phone, you know, because that's what rich people do. They just have enough lying around somewhere to use whenever. (laughs) And every time I think about how I lost my phone, I laugh because I'm like, you know, when they say you should save uh, for a rainy day (laughs) and it's just like, it just starts being a rainy day the next day. Like, not like it's the rainy day the next day. So, in as much as that was very terrible, uh, friends, I made it out alive and I am well, you know, back on my feet and ready to rock the world again with <laughs> my participation. Um, and I think this just touches on the perspective chat, which is what I want to start with, obviously. (laughs) So, you know, I was really sad about losing the phone, but I'm also very grateful for how then the month turned out for me as a person, as Tandega, as she who has herself and she who comes home to herself. And I think that has been a beautiful conversation I've been having with myself. And I thought, you know, I'd actually like to share this conversation. Um, And one of the pillars of this uh, reflection or, you know, the change of mindset that I then had, because I mean, I was going through a tough time. And shortly after that, I cut off all my hair. Um, So the two events are actually not linked. But because they were happening success successively, it was almost like I lost the phone, I shaved off all my hair. And then, uh, you know, something else happens. So I'm I'm just like, I've been holding back on complaining, but it's like, I've had so much to complain about, but I have also had a lot to be grateful for. This month, my friends pulled together a birthday celebration for me over email. Do you understand what I'm saying? They we would just do things over email. Um, whatever anyone needed, they would just send it to me over email, you know, coordinating everything. Everyone who could show up, showed up, and it was a beautiful time. One of my dearly beloved Bacays showed up with a cake. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know, community is such a radical and transformative thing that people who really want to be there will end up being there. And this is not, you know, an attack on people who cannot participate. If you can't participate, it's fully within your right to not participate. But I'm just speaking now about the radicalness of community and how for me, each and every story of my life has always been laced with some supportive hands around me. This podcast, um, you know, in the I, I, like I literally had nothing. I had no links to my podcast episode and I had to fill in a form for an application that I made which also you know has led to a trail of good news I had to reach out to CEO producers this episode to hey please send me these and they got sent when one of my dad's friends was asking oh how's your daughter doing you know how old people grow old and they move and people who saw you when you're in your nappies now they're like wow she's in university oh my goodness it's a shock to them because I mean I get it I have a younger sister and I still can't believe wow, she's in high school, you know, it's like people grow. And so even when I wanted to do that, to send the links to my friends, to my dad's friend, I didn't have links. So my friend sent me the links to send to my dad. So she sent them to my mom and that's how that happened. 
you know, life just doesn't end when losses occur. And I think in as much as, yes, it was just an object, an object that I valued very dearly, that is, I lost it, but life went on, you know, in as much as people don't really get what I'm going through, they don't realize the impact that they have in that space and time for reaching out, for showing up, for doing more than they need to do just to meet me where I need to be met. One of my friends also doesn't have Twitter you know, she's just one of those friends that's just like, I'm not there. But she's just like, okay, you can access your Twitter. Which, let me just get on that app because I'm trying to talk to you. We set up a Teams call to have a conversation. And I'm just, every time I don't think community can shock me, it shocks me even more. It's extremely important. And I say this so many times. And perhaps... You know, people are just so tired of hearing it. But for a person who, you know, grew up and thought, no, man, um, maybe I won't have people that love me like that. Like, you know, maybe I'm not going to have friends. That's such a scary idea because, you know, you grow up and you see all these stories about friendship and true friendship and you don't find any, don't find it. And then one day you look around and it's just like, hey, boy, all these people are just clapping for me. They want me to be all right, even if they can't control any of the events in my life, because the people that love us, unfortunately, can't protect us from pain. I mean, if I could protect the people I love from pain, nobody would feel a thing, you know. But unfortunately, the way that life's set up is that all of us, Shem, we have a suffering cross to carry. We have to carry it. It's just the story of humanity. Everyone has their fair share of suffering that they have written to their name. And everyone has a fair amount of joys that they get to write in their name. You know, so that was the first layer, you know, of reflection. Because that happened really um, just, just now. And it's just people are so important, you know. And now the second one is just... You know, yes, we need people, but how can I then protect myself and make sure that I never get hurt? Because, I mean, I want to participate. I want to really, you know, like be unshackled. I just want to go straight in. And <laughs> I listen to a lot of music and there is this song by Clear Soul and it's Young Love. That entire album, I love it so much. I just feel like it was a letter and I just consume it every now and again because I'm just like, Rose in the dark, Ngambela, you know? So she just sings, you know, <sighs> about a young love, you know? I know you want to be somebody. Um, and I just feel like it's a conversation with me. Because, okay, these are the things that you are going to go through and that these are the things that you're going to see. And a part of that is when we are hurt as people, sometimes it's really difficult to tap back in to participation. You know, I was having a conversation with my friends and we were just talking about how <laughs> dating requires a lot of emotional participation. And sometimes... You don't really get that because people are tired of emotionally participating and getting hurt. And it's just like, mm, how many times can I do this? You know, they say doing something once, maybe that's a mistake. Oh, that's not how it goes. It goes for me one time, shame on me, fool me two times, can't put the blame on you, fool me three times, then it's the peace line and let the chopper rain on you. So it's just like, you know, 
you're just like, okay, who's responsible for what? And when I was thinking just about, just about this concept of pain and how to deal with the knowledge that you can never know the end of a situation before you participate and accepting that, you know, weakness or shortcoming, I can't call it a shortcoming, but like being blindsided as a human being. And I've just been like, you know what? The dichotomy of things is killing me. I am so tired of grouping people into good, bad, evil, monstrous. You know, I have my opinions on every single, you know, huge capitalist in the world. I have my opinions on them. But, you know, I, in the in the bigger scheme of things, I think everyone has a story. And I think sometimes your stories might be very gravel-like and you'll have to veneer off the road to take another path because it's just like, I can't keep doing this, sweetie. My tires are going to give in you know, I've got to make sure that I protect my car and I jump off. But sometimes you're just like, you know what? I'm going to see if my tires can make it to the tar road. You know, let's let's keep going on this path. So people aren't perfect. So the dichotomy of things does not exist. When people are good to you, it does not mean they will always be good to you. And when people are bad to you, it does not mean that they will always be bad to you. But get lay a bed at the beginning, you must really pay attention to my darling because you never know them but what i'm saying is good people who love you and people that care for you are also capable of hurting your feelings or hurting you and making you cry and it's such a difficult thing to navigate because on the one hand you know we really want to believe we're perfect we really want to believe that because at any given moment in time we are fully participating according to our perspectives to the best capacity, we assume then that the situation must have been executed perfectly, okay? Because as Tandega, I said, please move your chairs to the left. I think that's what everyone heard. <laughs> but sometimes people are not hearing you say please. Sometimes people are not hearing you say left. You're mumbled a little. They think you're saying back. You know what I'm saying? So... Some things, most things actually, that people that love you do to you are not malicious. And I know when the ego's looking at it's like how they how dare they? How do you not know you're hurting me? But you know what? If you've had any long standing relationships or friendships, you will know that it is a very important part of your journey with somebody. Being able to move on from a transgression is important, guys. And I'm finding difficulty saying this because I really have had trouble with extremes personally. And I was just reflecting on all my failed um, pursuits of engagement and pursuits of friendship or relationship. And I was like, okay, there's something that a boy I once liked said once upon a time. And he said, um, the common denominator in every failed situation you've been in has been you because that's the only person you have insight into and back then I was too young to get it I was like nah that's not true (laughs) so but I've been thinking about it a lot and I was like okay you know actually the common denominator in all my failed things is me yes there were other variables so sometimes both sides of the equation were just not balancing and so we had a situation and we couldn't really get past it. But sometimes um, I see some patterns (laughs) and I'm like, could it possibly be that I have an issue (laughs) in this particular department and how do I deal with that? And 
you know, what I would typically and usually do is shut myself off and just be like, okay, that's it. I'm just going to have one friend because at least she can handle it. But it's like, how do you know she can? <laughs> it's just like, in order to understand the impact of grace, you really need to practice it, guys. It's tough, hey? Because it's just like, I want to be forgiven. I want people to understand that I was coming from a good place. And the only way people know that is if you stick around. I'm not saying stick around for people that you don't like. I'm not saying stick around for people that you don't like value anymore. I'm just saying that sometimes it takes so much work to let things go. But yeah, people will will do you good and bad and it's okay because you do people good or bad so when we're able to understand that things aren't just black and white things are not neither nor that things just are it becomes easier to exist truly and freely in connections because I am I have some space reserved for you and whatever you come with and surely you have some space reserved for me and whatever I come with and then the next corner of reflective thinking <laughs> that I've been on. Ooh, I'm get my team. <clears throat> the third one has been the aspect of growth. Now, obviously, you know, you think about growth a lot when you're moving towards your birthday and you look at the calendar in shock and you're like, wow, wow. Cannot believe it. Who would have thought that 15-year-old Tandega would one day grow up and be a lady, be someone who enjoys certain things, be a person who makes her own decisions, be an individual who dislikes certain things about society or enjoys them. And also just growth isn't just a number, perhaps, but I really like the astrology version of happy solar return. You know, I really enjoy hearing people say that because it's, it is true. Life is a journey. You take journeys around the sun each and every year and growth is a process, which we should all be proud of for participating in because hi, Bo, it's not easy. Hey, (laughs) like it's not easy, you know? So waking up and showing up and doing it, you are doing amazing. You are doing so great because I don't know how many days I've woken up and I've sat in my bed and I'm just like, no, I can't participate today. I'm sorry. It's like there are 365 days in a year. Please minus this one because I just can't do it. And it's a process when you think about how much, you know, the, the, like, the transition periods, you know, the growth periods, the hibernation periods, the hunting seasons, the reaping seasons, you know, there is a time, there is a place, there is a lesson. And, you know, seeing that growth, that you don't just show up as a finished product, whatever a finished product looks like, but that in order to be edified and in order to improve and in order to morph into whatever you're meant to be, you know, in this life path is that you have to realize that things happen and some things don't happen. And that sometimes you need some growing up 
before you can make some decisions. You know, you know that nephew of yours who just loves playing with things you leave them now, they have dipped their hand in paint, you know, and it's on the wall and it's just like, okay. <laughs> All they can register now are feelings of joy, curiosity, this, that, you know, growth is a process. So I cannot expect a toddler to behave the same way that I will behave because meaning I have grown up and I have an understanding that they do not have but that understanding that they do not have, you don't just impose it on them. You let them see it through the process. And that's exactly what life is, is that imagine if all my life lessons had been deposited into one episode. <laughs> I don't think I would have made it. I don't think I would have made it because even when I have episodes week after week, I'm fighting for my life. I'm like, what? Today is this? Who would have thought who would have thought that one day I'll wake up stressed by a medical bill and be like, I need more money. You know what I'm saying? So it's so many things in life require you to take it a step at a time. Gangane, gangane. Move towards where you're going. It's okay not to know, not to have it all figured out. And I know that I heard this for a very long time before it started registering in my mind. Because some days I sit and I'm like, mm, if I had done one, two, three, four, five better. I would be in such a different position today. But what's the point? Because it's happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I made those decisions because I made the best decision with the information that I had at the time. And perhaps I didn't even make the best decision. Perhaps I made the worst decision. But I made the worst decision because I'm a person with a history of personing. Like I showed up to that moment as the person that I had become over the last couple of years, over the last couple of months, over the last couple of weeks. We are our experiences and we are an accumulation of every environment that we have been in, everything we've listened to, digested, you know, taken in. People don't just become, they just don't wake up and be. We grow and growth is a process. And when I was just thinking about that, I was like, wow, <laughs> These reflections are hitting hard. I'm like, mm, you know, these reflections are hitting hard. And I think that's why I appreciate journaling so much. Just because of the expansion in your mind also. Just like getting to know yourself and understanding your thoughts and being like, wow, wow, wow. You know, you have questions that you write down and things that people said that you write down. And, you know, you're trying to identify was the intention good or bad? Did this person really mean what they said? You know, and then also it's like anger is a feeling. I'm allowed to feel angry. You know, I'm allowed to feel joy. I'm allowed to feel happiness. So it's just an understanding kind of thing. You've got to start and you don't grow if you refuse to move. Yeah, it just you need to move around a little bit might be uncomfortable but yeah, it is what it is <sighs> i like this line from that beautiful song to be young gifted and black and it just says yours is a quest that's just begun because yours is a quest that's just begun oh you don't know what the finish line has in store you don't even have to know because you don't have foresight you cannot see tomorrow 
And that's very liberating and very scary at the same time. But it's okay. Growth is a process one day at a time. You can't fix problems that you haven't experienced yet. And you can't fix the ones that have happened because they have happened. You know, so changing your mindset is the crucial part. Okay, this is now the next reflection kind of layer but I think all of these are related so I think you know regardless of what number we're on we're in a flow here so because we've been speaking about you know all these related issue not issues I think I speak about issues a lot on this podcast issues is on the tip of my tongue (laughs) and in real life I'm a bowl of delight sunlight pancakes all of it you name it I'm joking I don't even smile in public (laughs) but like that's mostly because I can't see. You know, for the life of me, I really cannot see. And everybody says, why don't you wear glasses? And I'm just like, it's a bit more complicated than that. But I understand your questions. And let's just assume that I refuse to see anything else. I feel like it's gotten me in trouble with a lot of people just because of, you know, perception and people perceiving you. But yeah, so the next layer is mindset development and mindset change and how this then informs the people that we become tomorrow we just spoke about how growth is a process and growth isn't just about you throwing yourself into the fire every time and hoping you don't get burnt but just like the example I made about a nephew who likes to be curious enough to put their hands in things is that even as we get older that curiosity still lingers but now the curiosity is in bigger things you know so as we get bigger our problems get bigger and so do our life experiences so I'm just mindset is how you develop yourself some things in life you cannot avoid you know like I spoke of in the beginning loss pain all of that stuff so the only way that sometimes you can change the situation is by shifting your mindset to the next thing and though this is deeply politically informed but you know when Steve Biko writes about how the most powerful tool in the mind of the oppressor is the oppressed and then also um, they speak about you know the theory of how manipulation works you know that if the target is under the assumption that they're working under their own free will they become easier to manipulate because then you just think you're doing it because you have to so sometimes we throw ourselves into the fire repetitively hoping that we'll come out the same or at least you know not suffer as much damage as last time and perhaps tolerance maybe for that would be the right word but you know to develop and to move towards the version of yourself that needs improvement or change is by altering and changing your mindset now I found that sometimes I am very defensive when I'm being given feedback and this is something that my mother pointed out when she pointed it out I was not very happy with her we were just not having a good day and I was just like nope I don't think that's true (laughs) but feedback is extremely important and if your mindset towards feedback and getting feedback and engaging with people doesn't particularly change or develop you will be stuck in the same places at the same times because you are not able to move past this particular level now i'm not saying that let people bully you never let people bully you in fact please start practicing now that when someone wants to bully you 
you have to fight back. I'm not talking punching in the air, but you know, at the point where you're able to speak for yourself, you should speak for yourself, bestie. Because in this life, if you do not speak for yourself, in as much as your community might, it will never suffice. So if you need us to open up some communication classes where you tell people no, then that's what you're going to do. I was actually at a book launch two weekends ago um, with the Leadership Growth Forum. And what it was is a book launch um, about black tax. And it was very interesting that on the cover of the book, Ndumi Hadebe wrote that boundaries are equal to self-love. And it's true, you know, and she spoke also in her presentation just about how boundaries don't have to be electric fences. So if you pre-communicate something to people, they know how to engage and how to deal with you. So even when you're giving feedback, you're not giving feedback from a place of trying to break down someone's spirit and break their character, but you always have to move in a spirit of love because the truth isn't easy. But the truth really does set you free. But only if your mindset has changed around receiving truth and criticism. And I can understand for mostly why black um, young people, I would say, speak for myself because I have a first-hand experience with this, that sometimes we are so defensive towards criticism is because every time we received it, it was to always invalidate the work that we had put into something or to always point out at things that we could not change about ourselves or things that people didn't interrogate enough. And I think now, instead of having, you know, healthy, communicated boundaries, sometimes we have these electric fences, which can then also influence the way that we deal with people and the way that we engage with our communities. So you're sitting somewhere just being mad, like, oh my goodness, like, nobody deserves me. And maybe you're right, bestie. But you'd like... Nobody deserves me. And every single time someone gets close enough, Bob Dwyer, bang, gone. And that's just because the person has no idea of who you are, has no insight into your lived experiences, and has no way to understand what's going on right now. So, you know, getting to know people is tough work, which is why now I think people just don't really do that much. You know, people don't really want to talk about who you are let me not say people, because I think everyone has an interest in someone else just as much as they have interest in themselves. So some people don't like to talk about themselves at all. Um, so they just rather talk about what's happening in the world, uh, what happened over the weekend, and they want to say nothing about themselves. And that's just because they, you know, also, why, why would you want to know more about me? Because I'm not interested in expressing that. So I think everything is tied together, you know, and that these reflections don't have answers, nor do they have bottom lines. But at the end of the day, this one was another one for me about the mindset change that sometimes you need in order to be able to deal with some life situations or to be able to handle some feedback that might make you feel very insecure or insignificant just based on your past experiences with criticism. And I know that's why I would suffer and struggle with criticism because the only time where I would receive it is if I didn't do well in school or if I hadn't done something right from adults around me. So I needed that to feel validated. So a validation equals great and a criticism equals bad. And that's not really true. (laughs) You know, sometimes, yes, things are bad, but you can change them and even better when they're received from people with love. 
And then another one, besties, that I had. I think this is going to be um, maybe not even the final one, but we're going to get along to wrapping up this episode. It's just, <clears throat> you know, get on the love train as often as you can, as frequently as you can. And when I say get on the love train, I just mean give as much love as you possibly can because I promise you it does come back tenfold. And it might not come back from the the people that you're giving it to so effortlessly, but I do feel that from my personal experience that everything that I've done to the best of my abilities and not really looking for a payback or a pat on the shoulder has always been given back to me. Um, even after seasons of pain and heartbreak, like I have been going through my ups and downs this month, you know, even though it's my favorite month, number seven, it's just, I've been going through a lot of things, but I've always been, I've been reminded a lot to get back on the love train, um, that, you know, it's okay to go and sit with your sister and just cry with her. It's okay to just tell people at home that, you know, I'm not doing well. They might not really hear you. But the fact that you have expressed and moved in that direction. And love also looks like speaking to yourself in a positive manner. Because when I think about, for me, the idea of transcendence and the idea of sovereignty and spirituality, I always think about how our experiences if this is how much we're fumbling, I think the journey is long, <laughs> you know, like, I always just be like, yes, you know, we don't want to participate in earth because earth is very ghetto. You know, the fact that we have to wake up and work to live, I don't like that. Like, I really don't like it. And every time I say it, my family's just like, well, that's how things are. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But we shouldn't have to work to survive. Food should be free and so should water. <laughs> but like, I'm waking up and going to work every day. Anyway, we're not there. So, you know, I just complain, move on the love chain, move in the spirit of love as often as you can. And what this also means is that extending oh i was on the train on spirituality i am sorry i got sidetracked there but like the transcendence is that it's so important because the journey is long and if the journey is long perhaps we don't have like an earthly experience i don't know what tomorrow looks like but can you imagine a world where we always gravitate towards the better versions of ourselves there are no good or bad people that but there are people who do bad things and then own up to them you get what I'm saying? So it's not just about, oh, you know, I'm a bad person. I do bad things and whatever. Everyone does that. But it's about, okay, I've done a terrible thing. How do I effectively communicate how sorry I am and how do I make it up to this person if I can make it up to this person? Because, you know, everything is a dual kind of experience. So talking to yourself in a tone of love um, is something that I'm also actively trying to practice. So it's easier to degrade yourself for mistakes. It's easier to wash your worth down with your words. It's easier to blame and vindicate yourself because it feels normal. It feels better. It feels, yeah, that's what you deserve, you know. Why didn't you do this, you know. And every single suffering we want to quote for perhaps a air quote sin that we've done, which we are now paying for. But, you know, getting on the love train is realizing that, 
all of these things that I've been talking about in the podcast, extending grace to yourself, um, growing is a process about mindset changes, is that we are all brought into the world as a bunch of cells. And with each year or with each stage, with each period, we evolve into something different. That's the story of the butterfly, is that there is a metamorphosis that is associated with wherever they get to and who then they eventually become. And, you know, there's the saying about how nobody really wants to see the process of this person becoming a butterfly and perhaps nobody needs to. But the fact that you have insight into your own personal lived experience and that you can count your days for being joyous, painful, happy, sad, that you have the capacity to get to know yourself in a world where perhaps people don't have the time to get to know each other is that it must be a pleasurable thing to get to know yourself. It must be an extremely beautiful idea to know what flavor candles you like. What are your favorite flowers? Just so Tandega can know, you know, do I like it when my tea is boiling hot, relatively hot or cold? Well, you have a problem if you drink cold tea. But like, maybe that's icy. But what I'm saying is, you know, it's the insight into who you are eventually translates to how you perceive the world. And it eventually translates to the amount of patience and grace that you have with other people's human conditions. And therefore, you know, improving your own idea of self, your own existence, your own ideas. And I think... The most powerful thing about this is not that I am here preaching isolation. No. I am saying, hop on that love chain. I am saying, go back in radical community. I am saying, mindset is important. All of these things that I'm speaking about are not in silos. It's not one person fighting the world and them conquering. We don't conquer each other. No. We conquer the self. So, you know, once you conquer the self, it becomes better to do everything else you know so every day you know I think as I've been reflecting on the last couple of months of the year is that every single month has had its own horror story it's also had its beautiful miracle it's also had its very zen moments it's also had moments when I've laughed and I couldn't breathe some more than others others less than others but at the end of the day it's my story and I get the chance to have insight into that. You know, I am grateful to be in a time and a period and a space where I don't have a phone (laughs) because one day I will, because nothing is permanent. Everything is a passing moment here in this existence. You know, a few hours ago, I was stressed, but I'm here now and I'm having a really good time. I'm chilling, you know, and I think that's just it is that yes some things hurt for a very long time yes some things make us happy for a very long time but growth is a process and everything that has happened over the last couple of six months seven months now has been beautiful sad lovely is it worth the read maybe not to anyone else but definitely for myself so also what how did i leave this for the end maybe this is good but guys if you've gotten to the end of this of of course you're a real one and maybe that's why you deserve to hear this so two things i am recording this with 
um, 2,232 all-time listens. You guys did that. You guys did that. And I just want to say thank you. Tea with tea would not be tea time without y'all. <laughs> you know, like, how would the tea be? If there was no one to have it with, it was no one who showed up for tea time every single time. So to you, my dear tea drinker, I am thankful. I am grateful. Siagu Dege, because wow, you guys have made my July. You guys have made my year. You know, it's been a year, some plus for tea with tea. So, you know, maybe we're not teething anymore. Maybe we're eating bigger chunks of food now, but I am growing in community. And if this isn't the story of my life, then I don't know what is. <laughs> because shout out, Nyabonga. Uh, That's the first bit of good news. You know, I started this podcast with so many bad news. The whole last month, oh, lost my hair. <laughs> but what has been taken? will be replaced and better will come so a few weeks ago i also applied for a to participate in the vugobone sound lab um accelerator program and i got in guys i got in um it's being run and hosted by antidote culture foundation it's something that i'm looking forward to i don't know how I'm going to get through the month with so many things that just call on my name. <laughs> but I know I'll get through, you know, because life is just that a story of getting through. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Blessings and blessings and blessings, you know. So, yeah, I will reflect on this probably sometime next time. But trust me, it's good news. And I'm just really excited and looking forward to it. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's fresh. I haven't had a phone, so I haven't shared with so many people. But I think that's also fine because I've been able to kind of keep and digest the moment without having something really urgent to look at on my phone. So, yeah, <laughs> tea drinkers, tea sippers. Mm. So, yeah, guys, I hope... Um, I don't even hope anything. <laughs> I just think thank you for having a cup of tea with me because I really enjoyed having this one with you. I can definitely feel that I have grown. I can definitely feel that you guys are witnessing a different version of Tandega. Maybe not different per se, but definitely evolved somewhat to somewhat degree. And... It's something I also am grateful for. So, yeah, here's to growth. Here's to mindset changes. Here's to radical community. And here is getting on to the love train. Thank you so much. If you're hearing this, you have gotten to the end of our conversation. So while we clean up our platters and cleanse our palates in preparation for the next session of Tea's Finely Brewed Tea, Please follow, like, and share this podcast with your friends, family, and whoever you like. And if you are looking for me because you want to talk to me, tag me, mention me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And my handles are in the episode description. Thank you for sharing a fine meal with tea.